It is the Dirty Laundry Game Worn Podcast, episode number 11. It just feels nice to still be in double digits. And uh, we hit hit 10 two weeks ago. I took a week off last week just because of all kinds of other projects going on. Of course, ramping up for the regular season. We're now technically, actually we are by this point, but uh, we had the, the games over in Europe. You know, those jerseys will be uh, highly sought after, the Prague games. Um, I know even even collectors away from those teams will go after them. Uh, you've got stuff we're going to get into tonight. Wade Hampton joining me. We'll, uh, before we wrap up, too, we'll talk about your expo coming up in uh, a week from Saturday. Um, I'm already starting to pack all my crap for that one. Uh, I'll also be bringing the podcast kit, so we'll pull a bunch of the collectors together, do a podcast Saturday afternoon. Uh, that'll, that'll be a fun discussion. How we doing? Good. Ready to ready to have some fun in a couple weeks, and uh, excited to be here tonight and talk about uh about, talk about some jerseys, get some dirty laundry. Yes, uh, the and again, this is this is rumor, but it's what I will call strong because there's other evidence dropping with it that the the Blues, uh, who have not shown any reverse retro stuff yet, I'm almost because we haven't seen several teams yet. I'm almost one of the NHL has put something in place and says you have to wait until this time to put it out you remember last year they did the the thing where they did the um they did like that quick flash adidas video and you could like try to screenshot to get your team's info um i i we i'm wondering when that's gonna come out i think today i tweeted like i mentioned to you before we got started i tweeted to the blues like hey when are we getting a jersey a jersey uh schedule for this season and you know they usually release that like, Hey, we're wearing these this night and, and what they're planning on doing. So uh, looking forward to hearing from that from them soon. So, yeah. So somebody caught this, um, that uh, fanatic should put it is putting a bunch of their stuff out online. Uh, all the, the hats, the shirts, whatever. Somebody caught this one. And I want to share the screen here with this um, to uh, indicate that this may be the, coloring and the setup of the reverse retro jersey um the the yellow coloring the blue and white stripes and this st louis blues logo for some people may have seen this probably more if you're blues oriented this actual logo was the original design of what the 1967 blues logo was going to be the prototype Yes, what well, yeah, what they call the prototype one. The Blues did actually use this recently, uh, the year they hosted the Winter Classic. They mock, they did these up for the um, one because it's Winter Classic and and all those kind of pieces. And also, they did a had jerseys both in white and blue made up with this logo for uh, a skills competition with current players and with with uh, alumni. So we have seen this before. It looks sharp. Uh, let me end my screen sharing here. Uh, and again, you see the Fanatics tag and everything on that hat. So it's a totally legit. It's it's not somebody just mocked it up. And I, I should have grabbed the picture on the other side. It does have the orange NHL shield, which they're also using this year. And right. if you can see over my shoulder, that is one of the, uh, that's a game issued, one of the Blues uh, uh, lost my train of thought. The uh, the skills competition they jerseys they did for just a, just the in house one. So, mm-hmm. like I said, they had those in both blue and then white. 
it would make sense because they've they've kind of worn them before. Yeah. It'll look sharp and it's something totally way off yeah. different than than anything we've really seen. I mean, other than being shown a little bit the winter the first winter classic the blues did, it's not yeah. been been out there anywhere. I mean, the blues have been so like strong and and obviously the blue note has changed shapes a couple times in color, but realistically that never really departed from our logo setup. I mean, even when you look at the arch thirds, it still had the blue note on the shoulders and it was actually incorporated in that crest that they used. Um, Harpening back to the skills competition Jersey, whenever they brought that back out, if you have the the blues book, the blues history book, there's a picture of uh, Sid and the guys in those jerseys originally. And if you remember when they brought those back, it was actually funny. Um, Somebody had found the original ones in frames and that was that was a big thing that year and then the blues ended up using them in the skills competition because it was like kind of like a a found you know found from history the, the kind lost of logo um and here's the, this is being shared online uh from from a guy that that's usually pretty good with it too i'll share his picture here um this is the prediction and i don't believe this is going to be far off especially looking at that hat um sure i mean just the is the trim, you know, is the trim going to be the blue on the shoulders? I mean, obviously the, the trim on the hat is very similar to what he's got as far as the stripes go. Um, you know, kind of like what we were talking about, though, Jason, the big question will be, how do the blues tie that thing together? What color pants, what color gloves, helmets, all that stuff um, will be a big determiner on how 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 it looks on the ice, I think. But it, you I, may, I like- Yeah, you may be able to get away with the heritage stuff they wear now. The biggest will be that yellow if it clashes too much with their gloves. Because when they did the the 90s, the retro and then the reverse retro, they just wore that that same set. Sure. And the cool part about that was, if you remember, they they used um, the style of the gloves went back to what they wore back in the 90s. And everybody thought they were cool because that color combo was – kind of iconic and old school and it really tied in well to bring in the whole package back together. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping, and, and they've not even made an official announcement. Supposedly they're supposed to be wearing heritage on Saturday, but I love it. If just Saturday night, they, they come out in these, they wear something else. They wear, they pull up fast and it'd be great if they wore regular uh, home for warmups and then came out in these or wore the heritage like people would think, and then change them up. Sure. It'd be neat to but see. I mean, their mind. It's going to be interesting to see when they, when they spin them in, um, you know, obviously the last reverse retro, I think there's a certain segment of people that love them. I'm one of them. I liked the red Jersey. I thought it was so different than what we had ever seen before. And it was such a, a change from the, the traditional colors and style. Um, but it seemed like the majority of people really hated the red and they only got worn the one year. And then, vanished from vanished from the world so they were they were popular they uh sold for a lot of money um so i mean th- and that's part of part of what this stuff is uh and if you want to follow the guy that that put the that jersey picture out it's at gtac13 jerseys uh they're on twitter this is what he he did the mock-up. He says I would expect the St. Louis Blues reverse retro 2.0 to look like this, and and he's uh, he shared several other teams that when they came out were were very very close to what he showed. So yeah, he's very good. 
I don't know if he's got an, an in there or what, but uh, um, I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, a lot of people just flat out hated the reverse retros with all the red. Cause you look like Ronald McDonald walking around in that thing. I yeah. mean, they were, they were very popular. They sold for a lot of money, but the average fan hated it with a passion. It seemed like the, tr- you know, the blues have been so traditional with the way that they, they use the jerseys. I mean, there's just not a lot of change and, it seems like anytime there is anything that even is a little bit of a departure, um, it gets a lot of kickback or feedback. I mean, even if you go you go back to, like we mentioned a minute ago, those arch thirds, if you remember when they came out, people were just so, you know, oh, it's just not the blues, you know, the colors, they were navy. And I remember everybody had a big problem with that for a while. Um, and then now, heart, looking back at those, I think people love the arch third jerseys, and they're um, hard to get a hold of. They don't they don't stay in the market very long. They show up and they're gone. There was a period of time where trying to find one became really difficult. Um, you know, they, they, they then there was a little bit of a pop of them, and now again, if you try to find one of those, I mean, good luck. It's, yeah. They're not available. Uh, going into the jersey ads a little bit, uh, the Florida Panthers now have a. Uh, an ad on theirs, Auto Nation, but it's only for their away jersey, um, which is a little odd. They're still working on on a home yet. Maybe they're going to premiere that later, but they are uh, – Florida's the 12th team to have one jersey with this patch and the only one to have them on a road jersey only. I know some teams have, and we've talked about this before, a home and a road were different. Uh, mm-hmm. In the case of some having casinos, they only they did the homes because you get into issues uh, where le- gambling's not legal in some states. Totally get it. So you'll see a little bit of that. Uh, St. Louis Blues today also announced that they have uh, BJC Healthcare for their home helmets, and then um, the uh, Auto Repair, um, their big NHL sponsor for the for the uh, what's the name of the company the. Uh, Car, uh, car shield yes thank you they're the they're the roads because car shields yeah. known all over the place it, it seems like it seems like a lot of the teams are going with like a national brand for their road stuff which would just kind of work better so i think that might be the thing you see is i think it, the teams that use different ones will have more of a local brand on their home thing kind of like bjc you know is a local hospital chain i guess is the best way to put that um you know and i think you'll probably that Teams that wear different ones, you'll probably see that. You'll see a more local brand for their their home, you'd assume. Yeah, and, and it's interesting to watch a lot of the teams. And, and again, every time a team, uh, and there is also rumors, I reached out to Paul Rank today. He'd sent me some some uh, a link to Twitter earlier uh, from a CEO of a company showing his company name on the front of the jerseys. The Sharks have not confirmed this yet or put anything out. Uh, Paul's trying to find out more. He was at an event yesterday, said nothing was said, so it's still up in the air, but it looks like the Sharks will have at least four uh, for a home jersey. And I, and I think there'll be some more in short order because teams know that all the money's there. But every wow. single time I see a team, uh, new team share that, you go to the comments on it, oh, these are going to look like European jerseys, they're ugly, I'm done, blah, 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 blah. But they're not going to have any trouble selling them uh, once once they hit the auctions or uh, uh, or the shops online for the game worn ones. I I just don't buy it. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think I went to a preseason game this year and um, a number of the jerseys in the blues team stores have the Stiefel patch on them already. Yeah. they. Uh, I knew they were going to do that. A lot of teams are, are selling their, their replicas in that because they want them to look identical. Um, I take a little issue with that because then maybe I feel maybe those prices should be lower. I mean, not by a lot. The company's paying to advertise. If I'm having to buy a replica or authentic, I know sure. some people want it to look just like it, but I, I take a little bit of issue, I guess, with the store ones. Cause if you go to the, the AHL or things like that, the store ones don't have sponsor patches on them. Only the yeah. gamers do. So I, I raised a little bit of question of that, but again, I don't buy replicas, so it's not as huge a deal to me, but it, it is what it is. Uh, checking out some, some other, just all the random auction sites that are out there. Um, Happen to look at the uh, the NHL auctions page. I always like finding weird, oddball, um, game-used, quote-unquote, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have both stuff from the Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning out here. Uh, one of the things going currently with 13 bids closes October the 18th. A 2020 Stanley Cup champions autographed Gatorade towel. What a one wow. one's hanging uh, from the... Uh, they keep it on a little rope at the back of the bench. Yeah. Other places autographed by a bunch of signatures currently at $155. Also, and I know these were popular. I know they sold someone the blues one. Uh, a lot of teams put these out here. They, they say events used in their description. So they're, they're trying to make sure their bases are covered legally event used green champagne bottle from the locker room celebration with multiple signatures. Currently at $251 for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, we'll go over and take a look, see who's more popular, them or the Avalanche. Uh, well, <laughs> with the, the uh, champagne bottle for the Avalanche, also ends October the 18th, four bids on it, currently at $1,499. 20 signatures on it. Uh, beautiful bottle, beautiful signatures, but yeah, uh, dollar shy of $1,500. Those things are very popular. I know baseball collectors go absolutely crazy for them. Um, obviously, I my background in the autograph world, um, you see a ton of those signed in. And St. Louis, for a long time, did those Budweiser bottles, and you see people getting those signed by a lot oh, yeah. of the Cardinals. Um, I, I mean, again, I think it's one of those things where if you're a big collector and you're wanting something to tie into that that moment, I mean, beyond the jersey and the stick and the pants and the gloves, how much closer can you get than the bottle that they poured champagne out? Yeah, and and there's a second so. one on the Colorado the Avalanche one. It's also at fourteen ninety nine. And you mentioned Bud. This is a uh, looks like a champagne bottle, but it's it was a was filled with Bud Light. Uh, it's a yeah. beautiful looking bottle. Says Champions has the NHL logo on it. Also twenty signatures and fourteen hundred ninety nine dollars. So it's it's interesting to see some of the uh, oddball uh, related. Um, yeah. game stuff or, or, or event used, we'll we'll say it that way. You know, there's a collectors for everything. You know, I mean, I uh, you, that's part of the beauty of this hobby is, you know, there's you got your jersey guys, you got stick guys, you got everything guys. I mean, but to me, that's that's the neat part of what we do is the individuality of your collection. Um, you know, when you think about it, you know. Sometimes people say, oh, what should I collect? Well, collect what you like. What, what do you enjoy? What's going to make you smile when you walk in your, your man cave? 
Sure. Yeah. And, and, Lombard. and it's, I mean, some of the things are like event stuff. And, and again, just looking through there, see what else is out there. They have several uh, hockey hall of fame plaques, mm-hmm. uh, including Marty Brodeur signed by him right now. And it's one of the plaques that is, uh, uh, basically the same design that, that's in the hall of fame. Sometimes they release stuff from the hall of fame when they redo it and sell it online. Um, and some of those weird stuff show up. I actually have a, uh, I don't know, remember what game it was flown at, but it's an NHL network flag on, and on one side says NHL network. The other side says Stanley cup finals and it's dated. So it was I think it was in the background when they did an event. Uh, may have been on camera, whatever, but some of those kind of things are neat too. But, uh, um, but I always like looking to see what just kind of crazy game worn, game used uh, stuff that that shows up out there. That's fun. That's um, fun. One other thing I want to touch on, and it was teased a little bit um, the other day with uh, Stephen Stamkos's little kid. This is it's it's not game use piece, but I think it's hilarious. I'm gonna I I I'm gonna take bets as long as these aren't stupid expensive. People are gonna buy them and have teams sign at least get them autographed. Uh, it is a uh, coming by the, the the company Cool Cars Playground. An electric ride on Zamboni. <laughs> the little uh. So basically, like, think power wheels. Yeah. 22-pound rechargeable battery-operated vehicle is going to be through the uh, the NHL online store uh, and the official site for Zamboni. Unfortunately for all of us, designed for ages 3 to 8, even though our mentality could be down that low, uh, we're, we're not going to be able to do it. Has the wow. exact same Zamboni horn sound. Wow. Uh, has a snow collection tank for storage, working LED headlights, even a media center with a speaker. So basically a Bluetooth, so you can play Bluetooth music as you drive around your yard uh, with the Zamboni. We'll also come with the NHL Shield and all 32 team logos. Well, uh, there you have it. And uh, Carter Stamkos, there's actually video, uh, it's on YouTube, you can see of him driving driving it uh, on Tampa's ice. So, um, so they've been working on it for a little bit. Price-wise, uh, Three hundred and forty-nine dollars. Yeah, things are you know it's less expensive than a champagne bottle. Yeah, <laughs> and your kids can ride on this, but uh, yeah. I can I can see people without kids buying it, and again, like I said, taking it to autograph events and having absolutely buy it, which is kind of yeah. cool. But For sure, uh, that's neat. I mean, like again, you know, there, there's a there's something for everybody. Yes, um, trying to think of any other. Uh, game used really game used news the only other kind of side note piece i watched some of the videos today of the uh, the games with the you talk about ads the whole new ad digital ad campaign that the nhl is doing where uh if if the if it's the away team's feed they're putting their own dashers ads really? in to basically they're saying okay you're giving ad space or, or showing ads to companies that didn't pay it for the road team. Sure. So the road yeah. team is getting their feed. They can overlay and sell digital ads that look like they're on the boards. You've seen ones, even I think on the blues feed where you see them at the end glass. 
Just Correct, like yeah. that. Well, they're doing them on the entire boards, but go, uh, if you haven't, anybody go on YouTube and watch some of the fails. Uh, saw, the the, the so, system is not working great. <laughs> I uh, saw it a little bit the other night while I was watching the Kings game, and I saw that. I was actually interested in the Kings game. It looked like they mixed up. They went with that silver helmet full time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's pretty neat. looks like they went with a white glove. I also noticed that um, – that uh, Las Vegas is doing the same thing. I think they have a white base colored glove again. It looks like that's getting some popularity in the league right now. Yeah. So, uh, those, oh. I know those silver, those metallic helmets were, people said they were ugly, but they are popular and they sell the Kings one sold for a lot of money. Yeah, uh, I like that they went back to the Chevy style Jersey. I mean, that, that whole setup is such a pretty good looking setup. I mean, if you're a collector or a fan of that team, I mean, that's some, some good looking stuff there. Oh yeah. Um, and, and go back to the ads for just a minute. It, it's funny because you, if you go watch a couple of videos, guys go into the corner and the ad basically makes, makes them disappear. <laughs> so there's some complaints of that. Uh, so yeah. uh, if you get a chance, there's some great video of it and I'm showing them and I think you people put it to music. Might so, help with some offside calls. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even see them. They just disappeared. Uh, so there, there's some complaints about that. And I think until they get all that technology sorted out, that could be a little bit rough, but like, um, if you're watching the local teams feeds, I don't know that they're doing, uh, local. I think it might just be national. I'll have to have to watch some of the games at sea. I've only caught a couple of the, the preseason blues games. I haven't had a chance to watch any of the regular season stuff as of yet. Um, some, some fans are probably upset cause we've seen some injuries already. Guys going to be out a little bit while, um, yeah. So that may may limit somewhere, um, and and any teams to if if you want to go after the most wears, if especially if you're a new collector not realizing this, and you want a jersey that will you know will show wear and see the most game usage, buy an away jersey. With just like losing the St. Louis Blues as an example, is they have especially if they're going to have their heritage set, their reverse retro, and all that, all that gets worn at home. With the home jersey, the away jerseys, the away jersey. It's yeah. that's you. Sometimes teams, you may see them swap for one game if if the home team requests a change for something, like yeah. the Blues did that last year with with Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, the whites are worn the most. Yep. So um, if you're you're looking for number of games used on a jersey, the the aways are definitely the uh, the way to go there. For just a little, just a little collecting tip for anybody that that hadn't I'm, crossed their mind. I've actually been thinking about this a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm going to be interested to see at some point. It's been I don't know how many years. When is the NHL going to switch back and make the whites the home again? And you know, sometimes I had read a long time ago. One of the reasons they do that is because um, there are statistics that how many fans buy the home versus the away jersey, no matter what the color is. You got to wonder at some point if they switch that up again. Uh, I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, because then you've got uh, all the different colors coming in the building. Sure, absolutely. With those, with those dark jerseys, yeah, I, I agree. I, I really wish they would go back to that. Somebody said, that I, I believe what it is, is like they say that whatever the home jersey is sells, like, I'm, I'm going to misquote the amount, but it sells – considerably more than the road jersey atypically um so you know i think that teams switch those up or try to make that a marketability thing so it'd be interesting to see if the nhl ever decides to change that back up to to change the numbers up so 
We can, we can hope. Uh, before we get out of here tonight, let's uh, remind everybody about your expo coming up a week from sure. Saturday. Yeah, October 22nd and 23rd. It's at the Doubletree Hotel in Collinsville, uh, about 15 minutes from downtown St. Louis. You can actually probably see the arch from, from right there um, in Collinsville. Um, it's a really nice event. We're going to have over 20 booths set up. A lot of really nice collections and vendors and people wanting to buy, sell, and trade. Uh, my suggestion is to come if you have a couple jerseys that are in your closet that you um, maybe are interested in swapping for something else or you're looking for something else. There'll be people interested in doing that. Um, there'll be a lot of stuff for sale as well. Um, and beyond that, you'll be able to see some really neat stuff. Um, as most people know, I'm not really a big reseller, but I usually set up a display each day just to do some some kind of theme. Um, last year, I did a day with Brett Hall jerseys, and then the next day I did um, some vintage stuff. Um, this year I've been thinking about doing maybe a display with some patch jerseys or some different, um, you know, the retros and the reverse retros and all that stuff, just to let people see stuff that maybe they don't get to see or touch every day. Um, the, the, the best part about the show is the camaraderie. It's really fun to see everybody talking and interacting and, um, we have a really nice time and, um, free admission this year so that's that's actually going to be yeah, pretty thank cool. you for the sponsor that the, yeah the, yeah uh, that. buddy has an ebay store sassies and he uh he actually paid paid for free admission for everyone so i'm giving him a little shout out but uh it was kind of neat we decided and had discussed it and thought that was a, a great way to invite more people in and kind of take away the the idea of you know and heck in this day and age most people don't have a dollar or two or three, you know, everybody does everything. And, and it just seemed like it was a smart, smart play. Um, and, it, and I'm just excited. I want as many people to come in as possible. And I don't want people to feel like there's any hold back to that. So um, if you have time and um, can find your way to Collinsville on the 22nd, 23rd, we'd love to see you and uh, have a great time. And, and, and if you don't even our- own a Jersey, come, come oh, anyway. It doesn't Jersey. matter. Just come check stuff out. You don't have to buy well, anything. And it's not even all about jerseys. That's the funny part about it. Um, you know, it's sticks and helmets and, you know, collectibles of all kinds. Um, I, I always say you're hard pressed if you walk in a room like that, that you're not going to find something that's either new or interesting to you. Um, whether or not you've ever had a game used catcher or blocker or, um, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Um, and the knowledge in that room, people like like Doc and, and some of the other guys that are just longtime, lifetime hobbyists who can really educate you and teach you some stuff. I know last year, Doc, you brought some custom crafted specials and showed some people the differences in the game use. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're wanting to, to be a hobbyist or you're trying to increase your knowledge, there's nothing better than interacting with other interested parties and knowledgeable collectors. And, and it's fun. I mean, I have a blast. It's, it's a weekend I look forward to every year. So. I'll be, like I said uh, earlier in the show, I'll be bringing my podcast kit. So Saturday afternoon, we're going to pull, just hook up a bunch of microphones, pull people in, let them jump in and out as the, as the people are coming in the door and sure. uh, just just do a basic good rando conversation about uh, everything game-worn. Uh, if you are in, want to be nice to plug some other ones, if you're in Valencia, California area this weekend, uh, October the 15th is the SoCal uh, Game-Worn Expo. Uh, if you go out to, uh, to Facebook, just look up SoCal Game Worn Hockey Jersey Expo. Uh, all the information's out there. So uh, it's going to be at the Santa Clarita Residence Inn by Marriott. So reach out to them uh, if you want to 
even yeah. come out table whatever uh, i know the there's hockey. more expos coming up yeah it's great and hockey season's here so i think all of us are happy yes uh, we're gonna have a blast this year and um, i look forward to some more podcasts and joining in and and enjoying our our fun Hey, and we're gonna we'll do one in the middle of the week next week, and then do uh, the special bonus episode on Saturday. Make sure that's posted before the end of that weekend. Wade, thanks for joining me tonight. We will Thank see you, you back me. next week uh, with another exciting episode of whatever we cover with the Dirty Laundry Game Worn Hockey Podcast. I promise you, the logo is almost done. We we keep tweaking little things. It's almost there. So, <laughs> what's that? I want my T-shirt. Hey, well, <laughs> we will get it soon. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye-bye. So that went well. Oh, that was fun. It was a quick one. I was, you know, we didn't get bogged down by anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I think, are, are we off the air? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I always think that uh, you didn't do your closing your closing music this time. Eh, I should have as I asked. Uh, I'll just, you, you know, I think, I think that two or three people 